Good evening and welcome to the Bad Company Podcast. Here with my main man and the co-host of the Sentry, Mr. Lightning Strike Lord Keno. What you say, Jake? Big Daddy, glad to be here, fired up. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and spill the beans. Like We are doing our second episode on the same night that we released our first episode. And partly because the adrenaline's flowing from the feedback we've got. And uh, as we've been thinking, like, what are we going to do? Like, the people we're going to have on, the material we're going to cover. We're like, man, like, how we're promoting Uncle Earl's every year is there's something unique that comes along. And now we have something super unique that's been super successful, that's been super, like, talented, the best camo, all right? Now, when I say the best camo, a lot of folks know the artwork. Like they can, they see the artwork and they automatically know who did it. They know there's the man behind the artwork. His name is Alex. What they don't know is the face. They don't know nothing about him. I've been talking to this man for nearly a year now, regularly, probably known him a little longer than that. Uh, but uh, what we're going to try to do today, we're going to get Alex to open up a little bit, tell him the stuff that inspires him, what drew him to us, what is what drew him to uh, come on board and help us promote this event and make it what it is. And like I say, every year there's something unique that pops out. A couple of years ago, out of nowhere, my friend Pat Lewing, he stepped up, really helped us uh, promote it to the next level. He's still with us. And uh, then now, like, as Mr. a Mr. Dog Mafia, Pat Lewing. Absolutely. And, and now we have, like, these supplemental guys that are popping in, getting in where they fit in, and nobody fits in better when it comes to graphic design, and promoting and sales like my boy Alex. Alex, yeah. tell us a little bit, brother. What 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 drew you to us that made you want to just come up and like, man, I, I got something I can offer these guys. Let's take it to the next level. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me. I just want to make a disclaimer. Uh, this is my first time ever like being recorded or anything like that. I grew up hiding from the camera and hiding from all the the crazy stuff, but. To answer your question, what drew me to you, uh, Jake, just you, man, and, and you know, your your drive to do what you're doing and, and making hogbane.com and Uncle Earl's the top, you know what I mean? So that's basically, you know, I got a hold of you and you treated me like nothing but a brother. So, you know, it is what it is. And, and, and that's what this is, bro. This is a brotherhood. Like, um, my man, Jay Bird, like, you know, you know, when I mentioned the things that have taken us to the next level, obviously, Jay Bird and the production of the show has improved i wouldn't say a thousand percent i can't even put a number on it because it would sell it short uh it like with without jaybird it wouldn't be it would be nothing it would just be dogs barking in the mud and now now we we, we have you and then not only do we have you and jaybird and me together but we have like we, we have things in common we have like rodeo we have hogman we have boars and bades and broads and bronx and you know like jaybird says you know i can't <laughs> say it. So we have all that in common. You know, you come from like a rodeo background and obviously you hog hunt, which most cowboys hog hunt, especially in the South, it seems. Uh, up up in Idaho, I don't think the saddle bronc riders up there have hog dogs because, well, there's no hogs. But down here, we're blessed. We got hogs. Yes, sir. We got hog hey. dogs. And uh, I'm sitting in, I'm looking over your shoulder right now, admiring some of your work. And uh, I see lots of things. You know, I see, I see Al Bundy. I see uh, DeSantis. I see Trump. All with hogs, all with dogs. That's the kind of things we're into, man. Like we're looking at things through a hog hunter, rodeo hands perspective, and you've got that covered, dude. Like what, like what has been? Let's just go. What has been your most popular art, artwork 
piece to this point? Um, that's a good question, man. To be honest with you, whatever is that it all sells. Thank God, you know what I mean. With the with the support of everybody that's out there, it really all sells. Um, I can tell you, my favorite stuff is the political stuff, just because, or old school stuff like this with Al Bundy married with children and stuff like that. But uh, if you put Trump on it or DeSantis on it, and uh, and you do it with you know with a little bit of flavor, with a little you know with a little something cool, um, you got a lot it of works. flavor, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, man. I try really hard. And a lot of people don't know that that uh, it's basically just me. Like, there's nobody else here. Like, they'll write me and they'll be like, hey, you, you know, you guys are doing a great job. And uh, people will see this podcast and, and they'll remember the conversations I have with them. I say, we are a lot of people. It's just me. I make I make the designs. I print the stuff. I make the coffee. I'm the security guard. I'm everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that, Alex. I did not know that, man. Like, so in my mind, it's like when I think about the best camo, I'm like, they probably in a high rise somewhere on Miami Beach down there. Nah, nah, man, we're in the hood in Hialeah. I love that, man. You know what? I just told you before we started recording, I'm a huge fan of your work, too, man. You really are changing the game. I mean, I can't remember which exactly piece of the goose, which one of the goose deals I seen. It might have been the Uncle Earl. It's something here real recently, Uncle Earl's goose type deal that you did, man. I don't know. I hated to even call Randy and tell him how cool it was. It was that cool. You know, I <laughs> take it to the next level with that one. Well, I appreciate well, it, man. Like any form of artwork, whether it, you know it's uh, dance, it's it's on canvas, it's it's your voice. I think that's what draws us all together, and that's what makes it so authentic. Like Jaybird is the same way. You, you know what I mean? Like he's putting out like it's him, it's himself. Right. He's not trying. It's just what comes out. Man, I yep. think that's what happened with, with the Hawk Band world, man. I was, there was no blueprint. Like, so there was no way to try to mimic anybody's game or anything else. I just came there and you were like, rip it up, have fun. That's all I know how to really do. I ripped it up and had fun. It was a match made in heaven, man. It's been, it's been a heck of a ride so far for certain. It's funny. It's funny that you say the thing about the blueprint. Um, Like this, this thing that I'm doing, you know, this, this, uh, world that's just happened around me with this artwork um there was no blueprint you know there was no nothing the only blueprint i have is uh was the garbage pail kids and mad magazine and the weird shit that i grew up on you know what i mean i come from a, a cuban household where, where shit is different you know what i mean it's just weird you know people are weird and what was on tv was weird and i'm weird and it's just it is what it is you know what that's what i, mean? I like it so much man that's what we all got i mean i hope i'm weird i don't want to be normal you know Nah, so, me neither. I think you were talking about uh, art and whatnot. So music, man, what did you grow up listening to? Um, that's crazy. That's a great question. I, I listened to a lot of uh, Motown. Um, yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't grow up on country music. Um, I grew up on salsa, merengue, or merengue, salsa, merengue. What yeah. Gloria Estefan. Yeah, I like Gloria Estefan, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't really like her music. I just like her. I bet. <laughs> And uh, I grew up like on uh, on soul music, man, and, and different stuff, you know, like just yeah. and pri prior to doing any artwork or anything, I was a music producer myself. And uh, yeah, that, that's not a lot of people know that, you know, prior to all this, um, I was in the music industry here in Miami. And uh, a lot of people that come from where I'm from, like their dream is to like be in music. You know what I mean? Quick yeah. question. Yes, sir. You grew up in that industry. 
in Miami. Did you know Kimbo Slice? Yeah, of course. Absolutely, man. I was like, that's my man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, I used to live in uh, Carroll City, and uh, he fought one day, in, not in my backyard, but in the backyard behind mine. You could just see right, right. you know, there were no fences or nothing. Yeah, he beat so, somebody uh, up. I knew he did. Yeah, when I first hey, met my wife. The what now? How long did Jake last with Kimbo? Oh, man, I don't know, man. I, I, could, I couldn't I take. could take Kimbo because I'd take him down. But them guys yep. didn't know that. I just kick him in the nuts. I just shoot in on him. Hell yeah. Hey, I know this is going out to the public. I hope this gets back to Kimbo's slice. I would like to, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Because when we went to war, Kimbo would be, you know how I know Kimbo would win? Because he'd be on my team. There you go. <laughs> Say no more. That's right. Kimbo, look, I'm going to go get all these guys engaged. You just walk by and hit them all in the ear. <laughs> nah, he was, a, he was a force to reckon with down here, man. Mm-hmm. That backyard, that backyard fighting, big down here. And then uh, one of my best friends, Larry, his brother will fight in the backyard things. And, uh, you know, Game Dog came from there and, you know, all, all that. You know, that, that was just a huge part of being here in Miami. Miami Dada 5000? Yeah, Dada 5000. Like, in, Miami is a city. And then inside Miami, there's a bunch of, I mean, Miami-Dade is a county. And inside Miami, there's a bunch of cities. So there's like Carroll City, which now is Miami Gardens. Hialeah, North Miami, stuff like that. And uh, it was just big, man. It, it was something that was, uh, you know, There's it's what sure it was. There's enough bad dude that I don't ever want to tangle with. And you might know him, too. I think he got a start in the backyard fighting uh, Mazdevov. Yeah, of course, Game Dog. He might even he might even be uh, Cuban himself. Um, You know what? I'm not sure. But I sure know that I've DM'd him a thousand times to go hog on him. But he don't answer my DMs. <laughs> Bad dude. He'd whoop, yeah. He's half Kimbo size and he'd whoop Kimbo. Yeah, he, he's a game dog, man. He really is yeah. a game dog. You know, he, he has no quit. He has no quit in him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, speaking, we, we talked about some folks from down in around Miami way. And uh, we've talked about some hog dogs. Let's talk about a rodeo hand from down your way. Ernie, is it Ernie? I, I know him as Ern Bob. Good old Ern Bobski. Ernie Cossie? Ernie Corson Jr. Hey, hey, that man, he, he's, he, as of right now, he's a qualifier for the NFR. I know we're only two months in. We're only eight weeks into the season. He's number two in the Extreme Bulls behind another hog bear named Nick Casmore from Central Florida. He's number one. Earn Bob's number two. Earn Bob's like 14 in the PRCA standings right now. And apparently, you and him are very tight. Brother, man. Tonight too in the uh, in the semifinals, so he might have already won it. We're sitting here talking. Tonight, he might jump in that fourteen to way up in that four or five range after tonight. Yeah, if he wins tonight, he'll he'll be in the top five. Tell us about y'all's relationship, Alex. How you know him, man? I know he wears your name on him on, on his gear proudly. Yeah, man, it's a blessing. Uh, Ernie's my brother. You know, he's not my friend or anything like that. Um, I love him. He loves me. We love each other's family. You know, that, that's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Um, nothing, man. Me and Ernie met one day at the rodeo in Bergeron, in, uh, in the Bergeron Rodeo in Davie. And uh, I seen him riding a bull. And I'm, like, sneaky. You know what I mean? Like, I'll sneak into places. I, like, I tell my kids or my oldest daughter, I tell her, when you're going to cross a line that you can't cross, just look forward and pretend like you, you belong there. You know what I mean? So I, <laughs> so I did that. I just walked, I walked into the thing. Yeah, it is what it is, man. That, you know, I, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. It just is what it is. And I walked in and I, I seen him walk in front of me. And I said, uh, I said, hey, man, what's your name? And he said, oh, my name is Ern Bob. I said, man, I'm, you know, I like what you did out there. I want to sponsor you. 
And, uh, man, the minute I told him that he was just, uh, he, he never said no to nothing. Like everything was yes. And, uh, yeah. he put my daughter, he put my daughter singing in the, the national anthem and all the rodeos and stuff. So that and was she cool. done a great job, by the way. Thank you. My brother. Thank oh, you, my brother. You, raised, you raised a talented young lady. Thank you, my and, brother. And you need to do a DNA test because she's too pretty to be here. <laughs> no, man, I'm telling you, man, I think it's the milkman's. Y'all need to go together, DNJ. There's nothing in this world that gets me goosebump. I'm talking slap full, both arms, legs, hair on the neck, the national anthem at a rodeo. Man, that is what gets my blood pumping right there. Special, man, special. Actually, uh, probably like two weeks ago, she sung it at the Homestead Rodeo. Yes, and, uh, I bumped it to JB, like in the back, in the VIP, and uh, shit, I, you know, I was starstruck, you know, it is what it is, but I just keep my composure, and I just walked up to him, and I was like, hey, man, you know, you mind taking a picture with my daughter? She's going to sing the national anthem, and, you know, I don't personally know JB like that. I only met him that one time, but shit, he, he, he looked angry, like he looks like a mean dude. I don't know him <laughs> like that. But uh, man, he was super nice, man. He was nothing but a gentleman. You know what I mean? Man, he's the coolest man. He's uh, he's one of the few old school. Just he's from the old school, man. He, he's bad yeah. to the bone, and like he's super approachable. You know, uh, I think that's what makes him the superstar he is in rodeo. Really? Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, after after I seen him, like right right after my daughter took a picture with him, I started thinking, and I was like, damn, I got to do a shirt with him. Like I got to. And that's when I made that JB Hogan. Yeah. And uh and I put it up and tagged him on it. And he wrote me, he's like, Hey man, I, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I, I was fucking scared. I was like, oh fuck, I don't piss this man off. And uh I explained to him, I said, Man, look, I don't do it out of disrespect. I do it, you know, because I, I enjoy your, you know, you have a talent that I enjoy. And then he wrote me back and he was like, you know what, man, go ahead and do it. And uh from there on, I've dropped JB Hogan, I dropped uh uh rodeo legends another shirt with him and uh man he get, gave me permission to do it so i'm doing it and, and that's, that's awesome, the proper bro. name I, i'm gonna try to be short on this but like like all the guys we've mentioned even myself all of us like like we're, we're good at what we do jb mooney is probably the best ever at what he oh, did he's a, he's a he's fucking beast the best ever no doubt i don't care what poll you're on top two or three and he's and he's friends with alex that's cool no, nah, you, he's could argue, you could argue the dude number one all day long, man. I mean, for sure. I mean, he's in that argument, absolutely. He's a beast, man. When he when he's riding, like I was watching him ride, like live, like two two feet away from him because I was in the shoots. Man, he focuses hardcore, man. Like that's just serious. Man, that's it, man. It's it's something that it takes will. I mean, that's physically impossible for a dude that weighs one hundred and sixty pounds to ride these fifteen hundred pound bulls. Oh, yeah. It's the oh, will yeah. to win. And I mean, that dude, if somebody was born with the will to win, it was that grizzly bear right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In our podcast, if we're going to talk about stuff we're into, like I can't let this go because I feel like Jaybird don't think he ranks as high as I think he ranks. Like that dude didn't win as many world titles as he had because of his gameness. Now, that was, he had his own faults. Look, look, a bug just landed on me. That's what happens when you do this outside. But anyway, like this dude was his own worst enemy. He drew back when they used to, he's the reason that riders can't pick their own bulls anymore because he picked the rankest one in the pen every time. He knew he was gonna he was gonna win or get buck off, bucked off. And when he rode, 
he was win, 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 win. By the end of the year, he was so broke up, he couldn't. He had a big lead, and he'd lose it in the finals because he couldn't ride or something like that. You know, slayed the baddest dragon to ever live. Finally, though, Jake, that's the thing. He picked him all those times. He slayed that dragon, man. If if that dude could have a nickname or a tattoo, his whole back should be a dragon with a sword in his heart because that's all he ever did was slay dragons. Uh, don't don't tell me those ideas, man. Then I start going crazy and designing that shit. But by the time hey, tomorrow whatever the inspiration out. is, look here. <laughs> don't give us no credit. Just hang out. With us. We're full of inspiration. Oh hell yeah, man! Texas, I, I had the music going just right. The Chicago Bulls intro music, giving him his intro, and I hit him with the "He is the Bushwhacker Slayer." And man, when I said that, I don't know. If all those thousands of people thought it was as cool as I did, but it felt it. Or it might have just been that JB walked right through the gate at that moment. <laughs> yeah, man, he's a he's a legend, man. He's a yeah, legend, one hundred percent, man. He's bad, man. He's the baddest dude in the game, absolutely, for the last bunch of years. He's the and Michael Jordan of bull riding. Yeah, I feel that way. You know, we can sit here and talk about it all night, but I, I feel that way. I like Jake. I, I, tell tell him who your rodeo crush is, Jake. He is my well. No. He's my old rodeo crush. You know who my new rodeo crush? He got a new rodeo crush, <laughs> and it burns Jay Bird up. He likes exactly. the young folks. Jake is a fan, just like everybody else in the land of the rock star, Rocker Steiner. Jake, he's a tell him about how much you love Rocker Jake. Oh man, I don't know about that, but I do like to see him kick the hair off a horse. Yeah, man. It, let me let me tell you, um. Guy, man, he's a good young man. Uh, I, I approached him on on social media, also, just a normal DM, man. A lot of people ask me, like, how do you get a hold of people? And uh, I just DM him, man, like a normal human being. You know, they breathe the same air that I breathe, and all that. At the end of him, I said, man, I got a design I want to drop. And uh, he said, let me see it. And I sent it to him. He was like, go ahead, man, drop it. And uh, it, it worked. You know, it's pretty crazy. I have him, and then I drew him like with no face, and then it says, fuck. Oh. I can say a bad word here. And you say whatever you want. It's All right. It says, fuck. it says fuck across his face, and then he's holding a world in his hand, <laughs> and it's like dripping down. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he, he, he's that, that, That's cool. how I feel. And, like, my, my fandom for Rocker isn't necessarily his talent. Now, do I think he's super talented? Absolutely. But he makes he makes late nights in December – more exciting because of who he is. Of course. You know what I mean? Our boy, I say our boy, he, he's my boy because he's Jaybird's boy. Cade, Sanye, we're all rooting for him because he's a hometown boy, or, or at least local to us, and uh, grew up where we grew up in, 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 the, in the same kind of, uh, like, Cajun, uh, I don't know what you'd say, like, Cajun descendants and stuff. And, and of course, we yes. love to see him win. But, like, bareback riding is now more exciting because Rocker's in it. If Cade Sanye would go win pre-Rocker Steiner, yeah, that's cool. But if he beats Rocker Steiner, let's blow the roof off his place. Let's go to the Cajun Dome and, and have some kegs and a parade, and uh, Rocker will probably show up, and it'll be real fun then. Hell yeah. Hey, so Rocker, tonight, it's funny you say that. Right now, tonight, San Antonio went on. Rocker was there in the semifinals. Cade. Taylor Broussard, my man, which Kate's fourth in the world right now. Taylor's fifth in the world. Last year, Rocker Steiner was the PRCA, Resist All, Rookie of the Year. Went to the NFR. Guess what? This year, 2023, Resist All, Rookie of the Year. Kate Sonye, going to be at the NFR. 
put it on your calendars. I'll write it now, down. That's a fact. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and make the. Oh shit! We lost Jake. Oh man, he'll be back. Jake, what you touch? What you touch, Jake? Do nothing. Randy Real's trying to call me, and I had to I had to get that out of. Oh man. Did man, it mess it up? Ruining a good time. No man, nah. we good. You good? We thought Heather came back in on you. Uh, uh, no, no. Turn off the lights on you. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, like I knew this when we started, that kind of stuff was going to happen. Uh, but anyway, there's going to be 24 more calls because I didn't answer. But anyway, we were on uh, Cade Sonye. Oh, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to make the bold prediction of the year. Th- this is the uh, the best camo, the best camo bold prediction of the year. <laughs> like Jay Bird at the finals, he always he's got the cinch pick of the night, the bold pick of the night, the Stony Rock Productions lock of the night. I got the bold prediction of the night. Our boy Arm Bob is going to finish in the top ten of the PRC. Oh, winning! That's what I'm talking about. Hey, we'll be yeah. in Vegas this year. We 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 already have a table for. He's not going. Reserve. He's not just going. Like going's one thing. He's going to be competitive. He's going to be in the top fifteen. Make it. He's going to be in the top ten. Guaranteed. Oh, man, he's going to be happy to hear this when he sees this video. Hey, man, and, like, so the thing is, when he gets there, it just got to go right for him. And so I've I seen the kid right enough. I know enough people that know this guy. I got Colby Tate, a great friend of mine. They got a rodeo company down in Florida. You know, he gives me the insight. If he tells me correct information, I think Urban Bob hits Vegas. He's feeling good about it. Catches the hot streak. I know he can get on. I'm even double down and say he's gonna be closer to the top five, Jake. In all honesty, you know why you might be right? Because he can ride ranked bulls. He can oh ride. yeah, yeah. He, he don't like. He don't look. He grew pretty, up. He don't look pretty on the dinks. He can ride ranked bulls. So that well, could happen. That part of the country. We grew up in that part of the country. There are ranked bulls to get on, man, and that's why. When them guys come from that part of the country, they're usually super ranked. Yes, sir. Well, wait, when you get there in March at Uncle Earl's, all right, you get in there midweek, say Wednesday, Alex. Is that right? Yeah, I'm gonna get there. I fly in on Thursday morning, so I'll be I'll be there already like at six in the morning. All right. You'll be in Winfield at six in the morning. All right, let's say yeah. this is from all right, and there's no wrong answer to this is from a man that's never Gosh. been to Uncle Earl's, never been to Winfield, Louisiana either, which there's nothing there. Like the cash crop there is like pine trees, catfish, and collard greens. <laughs> All right. When you get there, what's first on your list to do? The first thing when I get out of the plane, uh, have some coffee and smoke a cigarette. Oh, yeah. That's, yes. my, first. <laughs> that's right. my first thing. But then you got to get in a rental car and then you got to make your landing in Shreveport, right, or Monroe? <laughs> Uh, Alexandria or Alexandria. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, all right. You got about an hour trip. Yeah. Get in the yeah. rental car. Got about an hour trip north. When you land, get out of that rental car, stretch your legs. What's the first first line of business? My first line of business is getting straight to where you're at, man. And hopefully on the way I see a hog that I could get out of the car and run up after and try to leg that bitch. Wait a minute. Did he say the first <laughs> line of business was meet me? Wait, Alex, what time are you getting there? No, no, I get there at 6, but by the time I get the rental car or the rental truck and all that, I'll be there like about 8, 8.30. I heard you get up early, though. I might not wake up till 8. <laughs> that's, that's a lie. I got every, I'm got i pushing everybody by 7. Man, I, I'm, I'm excited. That's a lie, too, though. 
<laughs> I'm excited to go out there, man. I'm I'm excited to meet y'all out there for sure. We're excited, man. Alex, I can't I can't wait, man. I, I can't. I love meeting new people, man. We had never met in person, but just sitting here visiting, bro. You my kind of flavor for sure, bro. Man, I appreciate that, bro. I, I can already tell where this is going. Like we're gonna have, you know, you know, we're we're gonna do a few podcasts. We're 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 gonna we're we're gonna excite our following. We're we're gonna have a great reunion in March. We're going to continue the season of hogband.com. It's going to end in October. And the culmination is going to be in December when Earn Bob is out there, you know, in the top three in the average. Uh, Cade Sonye making his run at the world title. I think it's going to be a heck of a 2023 is going to be a great year for the bad company. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, Jay Bird's excited because he loves my voice when I try to sing. Man, yeah, huh? he, got a, he got a beautiful voice that he does have. That's crazy. As long as you turn the radio real loud and sound. <laughs> he does good until you give him a microphone. I always tell him, so Jake, you either could yell or you could talk in the microphone. You don't have to yell into the microphone. That's what it's made for. Right, now this is He's so excited. This is bringing up a serious point that's near and dear to my heart. Oh, man. I got my cordless mic where I can say important stuff. I try not to uh, add too much to uh, the, the creative side of it. And uh, every now and then I say something that try to try to supplement Jaybird's work. And then, uh, and then I get text messages like, Hey, you don't have to yell into the mic. This, that, that. <laughs> well, something happened and he had to use my microphone. He's like, man, this sounds terrible. And I said, see, you're trying to hold me back, dude. You're trying to hold me back this whole time. Cause you know, my voice is golden. He's trying to hold me back the whole time, Alex. <laughs> It was terrible, man. That was – I didn't intentionally do it, but, man, now that I know, you know, my game's that strong, it might come in Earl's. Oh, shit. No, we're going to make the boss man sound good. That, that was my bad over there, man. But it was early and late and all that stuff all together, you know. Well, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, like, when this hits live, like, our lives are going to change. You know what I mean? Like, when the public can see this and and – like, folks are gonna, folks are really gonna be beating down the door. I'm gonna have to get my my, my man Alex. Like, I'm afraid he's too approachable. Like, he's gonna have to say no to some folks because, like, all these engagements, all these public sightings, and, and autograph signings, and picture taking. Like, Alex is like, we gotta have an exclusive group, man. It's just like me, you, Jay Bird, and just just like the few elites, man. You can't just have everybody in this group. You know what I mean? Man, I ain't gonna lie. I I I uh. I'm antisocial, man. It, it's <laughs> tough for me. I'm a good person. Like I love, uh, uh, I love people. It's just you put me in front of a lot of people. I'll be the one in the shade under the tree, all the way in the back. Well, I get used to it little by little, man. That's the good thing about where I sit at, Alex. I usually it keeps me confined from the rest <laughs> of the community a lot of the time. So, you know, I uh, I usually just kind of talk to myself after about the third day. <laughs> well. Oh shit! The good thing about it, you, you know, like me and you might be upstarts. Jaybird's Rodeo Company's been going on for about forty years or so, and then it, when when he starts putting on two hats, now now he's in the biggest hog band game, the biggest rodeo game in Louisiana. Hell yeah! Like next thing you know, like they're just gonna call him the king of Louisiana. It's not even gonna be an election. No one can do anything about it. It's gonna be a totalitarian dictatorship. Jaybird's gonna done. Hell I wonder yeah. if I could do that from Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
that's how that's how big it is. Like you're gonna you're gonna commandeer Western Mississippi. I already kind of live kind of like I'm in a sovereign nation over here. You know, I think no rules really apply. I guess or I hadn't read them yet. You absolutely do live in a sovereign nation. Yeah. I'm about to let a secret out. They catch big bass at Jay Bird's house, and the oh, family's shit. the only one that catch them. <laughs> hey, Tyler didn't catch a big one, though. He came last time we were recording, Tyler was here, and he caught one that, I don't know, we did think it was bait, but it was a fish, turns out. <laughs> well, we've talked about the buildup. We've talked about getting there, how we're going to handle it. Now, let's try to talk about some results. Like, who are we going to be looking for when we get to Uncle Earl's? Like, who are we going to be looking for to make waves? Like, let's talk about social waves. Let's talk about competitive waves. Let's talk about, I don't know, negative waves. Who, who, who's going to make the biggest stink at Uncle Earl's? Who's going to make the biggest splash? Who's going to leave there with the most cash? That's what I want to know. That's a good question, man. Yeah. Jay Bird, well, right. lead, lead us down the road, man. Tell us what you're thinking, and then we'll let we'll let Alex give his rendition of 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 what he's thinking. You know, like to kind of counteract what you say. All right, so let's um, let's go with the puppies, man. So in the puppies, I feel like there's a lot of really good young dogs coming up. I'm gonna go like puppy old and young i mean take it from from one of them two classes i don't know exactly which one it's going to be their anger but i feel like the mealies are coming to town with a squad i feel like they've been shining with them young dogs they've been right there i'm talking about bringing the heat so i'm going to go early in the week i think it's going to be kind of a trend that's been set it's going to be mealy time early in the week over there the couple from oklahoma eric and chelsea man Great. When I say great, folks, could not find any better, man. Chelsea. Especially she, Chelsea. Cracks, yeah, she cracks me and Jake up, man. She uh, she told me she she come in early that morning listen to some Bone Thugs and Harmony. She told me I need to come strong with my music. So I was like, all right. <laughs> but uh, I think it's going to be their game early in the week, man. I think Johnny White's going to be over there with them young dogs, man. He's... He's on fire right now. But you know what? The thing about Hog Band I do know is whew, it's hard to win every time. It's hard to win a class at Uncle Earl's. If you win one class one time, you have done something that most people will never do in this lifetime. So hmm. I'm going to say one dog. You know the two is going down. Well, I'm going to say there's going to be three in the mix. Of course, we're going with, he says four. I said three. Three? Hand grenade, Clyde, the goose. Hmm. There's my three. Hey, All right. hey, and four. We can say four. All right, give it to me. Elmo. Wow. I would love that. I'm not counting him out by no means. By no means. I would say a long shot to some people that would not surprise me one bit. You know how much I'm a fan of this next one. Martha. Martha. Let me Martha. Martha's going to get him. You wait. Earl's is Martha's time to shine once again. Then the two dog, man, it's going to go Joey Barkley. Maybe going to go back to back. Maybe with Dillinger and something else. I don't even know exactly what. Hey, say. Josh Aswell's won it the last two years. So that might be three in a row. Because he runs Josh. with Joey. 
the dirty dog. So I'm and hey, wouldn't it be cool if Joker and Rango did it again? I'm all for it. But the fans loved it. Hey, there's some black dogs that live over there in Winsboro, Louisiana. They have impressed not only me but the world. All right, so we're not counting out Code Red coming in and doing something really good in the two dog. How can you talk about the two dog and Uncle Earl's without talking about the four world champ? The goose. I tell, I've, I've told Randy Durrell, Goose could win the the two dog and Earl's with any dog. You know, I know that because me and Goose could win the two dog. I could get out there on my hands and knees, and me and Goose could win the two dog. So. I'm going to say, if I had to pick one team, I couldn't do it right this second. But that's what I'm thinking, two dog-wise. Man, you never know how it's going to go down. I don't know who center's going to be paired up with. I don't know who some of these pairs are going to, how they're going to go down. Man, I got it. If this pair goes together, this is my winners. Goose and the hand grenade. If they run again together... That's my champs of the two dog. And the big deal right there. Everybody's hey, worn down. Hey, Alex, in case you couldn't tell, Jaybird's really going out on a limb now. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's testing. He's testing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's Can't wait to see them dogs work, bro. My, my man, Alex, has never seen it in person. He's just seen the highlights and the pictures and the results. Alex, I know you don't know the order of the events and everything, but let's say – you know, let's say just one dog and two dogs. Just there, he didn't really go out on a limb with nothing. Like that's the name Martha. everybody expects to be at the top. Like you can tell, he's doing his homework. Yeah, I've been just doing my homework too. Highlights you've seen, the results you've seen. Like, who are you expecting to come out the weekend? Like the few top dogs, who are you expecting, man? And to be honest with you, Goose, I'm a big, I'm a big fan, man. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm biased. You know, I, I, I like, I like good. I like, I like good things. And he's uh, great. Ha- and hand grenade, man. You know, GW, he's got something there. I've been looking at it, and uh, it's something to look at, man. It's something big deal. Yeah. See, a lot of people. It's funny you bring up hand grenade because, uh, like, the people close to the game, they understand that, like, the biggest threat to Goose is the hand grenade because he's. You know, he's a yellow version of Goose. He's one dog. He's two dog. A lot of folks don't can't do both competitively. And uh, then all of a sudden, like, see, there's some material that hadn't been released yet. A lot of folks don't know about the photo shoot down in Tiger Stadium, baying a hog in the end zone with all the purple and gold and the 100,000 people. Like, like, like we kind of we kind of broke that news right here on the Bad Company <laughs> podcast. Like, man, I was lucky. I was lucky enough to see them pictures, man. That, that's that's special right there, man. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Like, like I'm pretty sure it's gonna shake the world up, much less the hog man world. <coughs> when all these five star athletes they start getting recruited by, uh, you know, you know LSU and stuff, and then and then you know you know they might be on the fence. Is it Bama? Is it Texas? Is it LSU? What? Mm. What? Hand grenades in the end zone, ban a hog? Oh, I'm going to LSU. Oh shit. Thank you really Here think, we go. You <laughs> have a choice between LSU and Texas. You think that the same kid's going to have that choice? Or the kid that has a choice from LSU got better options than Texas? Now, you, you're right. Obviously, anyone considering Texas would never consider LSU. 
I talked to GW today about that. I'm like, man, when are you going to release them pictures, man? I want everybody to see, you know what I mean, them, them, them epic pictures. Well, it's uh, the pictures. Like, I've got a sneak peek. Like, but You know what I mean? Like, there's the pictures. There's the shirts. There's the banners. There's the seal of the, Louis, uh, the state of Louisiana. You know, the pelican. There's Tiger Stadium. Packed full. A hog in the end zone. Hand grenade bay in it. The governor's involved. Of course, we're at the governor's bay in Earl Long. The hype is there. The hype is there. So, man, uh, I guess you're a Hurricanes fan living down there, Alex? Yes, sir. Miami Hurricanes. Yes, sir. Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, man, as a kid, I was a big Steve Walsh fan when he was a Miami Hurricane. Oh, hell yeah. What about Benny Testaverde? Good old Benny. Good old Benny T. Yeah. And, and Jeremy Shockey and Benny Testaverde, that's two of my two of my all-time favorite Hurricanes. But no one, and I mean, when I say this, I mean no one that ever wore the U means more to me than Michael Irvin. Number 88, for sure. My favorite Hurricane ever is Ed Reed, man. I love Ed <laughs> hey, Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Ed yeah. Reed and Ray Lewis, I can't hate them. But they didn't have that star. Oh, I get it now. I got you. Yeah. Through the hurricanes come so many good players, man. Uh, back in those days. Now, you know, now it's a little different, but hopefully it gets better. Um, one of my favorites that really didn't never get in college was uh, Rohan Marley, Bob Marley's son, that played linebacker for the for the Hurricanes. That was pretty epic, also, right there. Yeah. Was that a publicity stunt, or was he really talented? Nah, he was a fucking beast. I never knew that he had a son that played there. Check this out, folks. In my pocket, there he is. A Bob Marley lighter. Yeah, I did. I did a design with Bob Marley. Also, I try to. I, I try to put everything that uh that I grew up doing into the designs. Man, it's crazy. I use Bob Marley also. Hell yeah. In case this podcast does go through, I want everyone to know that every blip and every problem that we had in, in, in the audio is from Randy to real melting my phone down. <laughs> Man, you know how them crazy chicks are, bro. Stage seven clinger. You know, you know, like it, he probably wants to make sure we're mentioning goose in this video. Hey, if you wouldn't lead them on, bro, if you don't, if you don't say the words, I love you, or, or come sneak me in after heaven. Nothing <laughs> I said. I think he, I think he just picks up on you know, what, you know whatever vibes he feels. Uh, Ain't gonna lie, man. You you really can't mention Uncle Rose without Goose, man. At least you know in the time that I'm knowing well, Uncle Rose. I'll, you know I'll, what I mean? I'll say this: like like it's my job to be as objective as possible. That's why I don't openly talk about anyone. Like you won't, see, of course, you won't see me post. In, any one dog or, or anything like that. Like, it'll all be standings or results or something like that. But uh, I'll say this. I've been going to Uncle Earl's since the beginning. I volunteered. When I thought, I'm going to say volunteer because when I was a kid, I thought I was working for free. Like, I worked there, and I, I put in blood, sweat, and tears there. And then as soon as it was available, they offered it to me. It was never even something I wanted. I said, hey, will you do this? And the moment they, they approached me with that, I was like, all right, I'll do this. Like, this is this is the direction I want to go. You know, stuff like this. Like, stuff, talented people like Alex, like Jaybird, 
and, and the talented people that run their dogs, the talented people that breed their dogs. Like it's, it's, there's just tons of talent. You know, it's a refined sport now. It's not, it's not a backyard mud hole thing anymore. It, it's, it's, it's really refined. And during all that time, no one has won the high point more than three times. No one has won it more than twice outright. Goose has won it outright four consecutive years, and he's five years old. It's unbelievable. He's a special dog, man. He's a special dog. He's special amongst special. He's not. He's not special against the standard. Like he's special. He's special. Like he is the standard, and he's and he's special at that. Like, like of course, every day, you know, like. Goose is bad. Does Goose does Goose get beat? Yes. Like if we were to have a batting average for Goose, I'd say it was around three or four hundred. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't win everything, but you got to beat him every day. Yeah, for sure, man. When I when I did the design for him, that I put it up on my on my Instagram, uh, man, I got like twenty messages. Hey, man, can you get me a puppy? You know, from him. Can you talk to the owner and get me a puppy? And I just told everybody, you know, and I send them, you know, Randy's information, not his number or anything, but the, the Instagram page, which obviously they already knew. And I told them, get a hold of him, man. But people love that dog. I could have sworn that dog was Cuban, man, because he'd be dancing the lambada on them fucking hogs, man. I'm telling you. He'd be dancing, man. It's something to look at. If you actually enjoy this the way I enjoy it, you could actually watch this like. It's unbelievable, man. It's something that there's no words, you know. Remember, I, I'm new to the hog baying situation, but uh, seeing, you know, where I come from, you don't really see the dog work. I hunt, I hunt sugar cane. So by the time you get there, it's done already. You know what I mean? You send your catch dog, you know, a, a little bit, a little bit of ways, but you don't see the dogs working. But uh, to actually, I think that's what really made me fall in love with this hog baying thing, man, was able to see the dogs work. Because, you know, like I said, I didn't grow up hunting pastures or any, I, I hunt sugar cane. That's what I hunt. So you don't you don't see any you don't see the dogs work and that's what I enjoy. I enjoy hog hunting. I love hog hunting. Uh but I enjoy more than anything to see the dogs work. It, that's it, the part that brings me joy. Everyone loves the score, you know, the harvest. Uh but like even where I hunt, there's pine tickets or there's marsh grass. Like you don't get to see them work. And and the the main difference essentially what we're doing in the woods and what we're doing in the competition they're the exact same thing. We're judging on the same criteria that you want your hunting dog to do. But the only the main difference is when you catch a hog, you can tell the story however you want. When you're in front of 15,000 people in Winfield, Louisiana, a neutral party tells the story. And you might have done of a course. great job. Like, this is no knock on nobody's dog. You might have done a great job, but you didn't win. That doesn't mean you have a bad dog, and some people take it personal. But like the judges are, the judges are doing the, the the storytelling, and some people, you know, that's what they don't like about it. They can't tell their story. They can go out in the sugar cane, and they can tell their story how they want it to sound. But when course, everybody's watching, you know, your rendition of the story, it, it, it don't hold no water. Hell yeah, my views are a lot different than Jake's. So my 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 what Jake hires me to do is to make his event fun. So not only fun, but there's a job I have to do. So my job is super easy to do when it's a dog like Goose. First, one of the first people I met, probably about the third person I met, 
but first Samoa Durls hooked up with Jake was Randy. And I'd already heard about this dog. And so I'm like, I've heard about the dog. I hear about the dog from Randy. And everybody that night's talking about this dog before the band. So we go to the band and I'm watching and I didn't know anything about it, Alex. So I go to this hog band. I knew Uncle Earl's existed. That's all I knew. All right. So it comes Goose's turn. And from the time that Randy let that dog go, I'll be honest, it was just different. It looked different to me. I knew that, and I told Jake right away, I was like, man, if there was a deal for style points, y'all would have to give that dog a 12. He just mm. looks cooler than the rest of them. Mm. And there's some dogs that got some cool moves. There's some dogs like Bull and Buster that are just straight gangsters. But they got, don't think for one second that Goose isn't just as bad as any dog out there, too. He's just smooth and sweet, too. Yeah, I mean, he's a smooth, he's a small dude. He really is. It's just different, man. And I think that I don't know how, how things are going to go in the history of this game, but breedings are getting to where everybody's bloodlines are so good. I don't know how you ever beat a seven-time world champion. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. That, that might be what they're all saying in, in five years after Earn Bob wins the bull ride. You know what I mean? Man, that's what the fuck I'm talking about right there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know, when, when Aaron Bob comes, like, when he realizes the type of support that he really has behind him, I'm pretty sure he's going to be bulletproof because, you know, a man at his best is one thing, but a confident man at his best, he's dangerous. You know, me coming up, and that- fought a few MMA fights. Uh, you know, I've I've destroyed people that, that were supposed to be a challenge, and I struggled with people that were supposed to be easy. You know, any man or anything at his best is hard to beat. Boy, Iron Bob, he's going to be hard to beat because he's going to be at his best. You know, let me tell you something about Iron Bob. Uh, The people that are close to him know know this, and the people that see him at the rodeos know this. Uh, Usually see the bull riders and stuff like that in the back. And, uh, you know, this is just me. I've been around it for a minute, and, and you don't see them with their family. Ernst with his wife and the kids wherever he goes man like he's a great he's a great bull rider but he's a even a better person man and a better family man you know it's it's big it's big you know he's a he's a great father he's a great husband he's a great friend like i kid you not man i I don't got nothing bad to say about this guy it's the most humble genuine person that i have yet to meet in my life i'm 44 years old i've been around for a minute but uh man when i met him that that was something special man He, he really is a special person he's a great bull rider but man, if uh, I judge a man differently, I judge him as what they really are, and, and as a as a friend, a father, all that man, he's the he's the fucking shit, that's man. What, that's what's important, Alex. Man, there's nothing in the world I try to do and I take more pride in than being a really good husband. Man, I got the best wife a man can have. We don't have any kids. We got some small puppies and whatnot. But uh, the way a man treats his wife and his kids tells you everything you need to know about that man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I agree. Well, well, fellas, after uh, after Uncle Earl's, like we all we we all gotta have a like you know I know we all have our, our year planned out. Like Alex, what's on the radar after Uncle Earl's? Um, to take over the world. No, I'm just messing around. <laughs> With shorts, no, and laser beams on their head. Yeah, let's do it. No, nah, man, I'm just. 
uh, I guess it ain't no secret, man. I'm in, I'm on a competition with myself. Uh, I don't really have a competition with anybody else. Um, I'm trying to be the definition of a, of a man. How do I say this? Uh, kind of like a, I don't know, man. Like just when you think about hog, hog hunting clothing, like you think of the best camo.com. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's that. That's my mission. You know, and it ain't for me. It ain't for money. It's just a legacy. I want to leave my kids, man. I want my my kids to look back and always be like, you know, them. As of right now, I think I have uh, three hundred and eighty designs on my website. Um, I'm every single one of them I've done. So it's just a way of leaving. Not you know, not that I'm going anywhere, but my great grandchildren could always look back and be like, damn, Papa did that. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's cool, man. You know what I mean? And I've even told you this a few months back, like when Academy or Target or Walmart or something picks up your designs, like, don't forget about hogband.com because I'm no, putting no. all the help I can get. Man, I ain't going to lie. I've been, reached, I, I, I've been reached out by a couple of people, a couple of big companies, but I don't think that they're really looking at my stuff. I think they're looking at what, what's convenient to them. But when they bump into this type of stuff, you know, the conversation ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they see when they see good old Uncle Trump, they don't want to do business no more. But but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop doing it. That's you know fine. I mean? There's more people because the people that are buying stuff they they like Trump. The people that want stuff for free they don't buy. It. Oh, of course. And uh, I get invited a lot to uh, like even yourself, Jake. You're like Alex. Set up a booth. This that the other. Man, I, I just want to go and have a good time. I want to go to Uncle Rose and relax and, and mingle and meet people and shake hands and see the kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like, see them into it. And remember when I was a kid, you know, I'm I'm, I'm lucky. I'm Cuban, but my, my dad came here very young, uh, fleeing from Fidel. And uh, my, since I was born, I've been hunting. Uh, we, we used to hunt deer in the Everglades with dogs, with hounds, with walker hounds and blue ticks and stuff like that. So I'm very blessed to, uh, to gr- grow up like this. Like, this isn't something that... I saw on the internet and I thought it was cool. And I was like, oh, you know what? I want to well, start running dogs because it's cool. No, it's, it's, it's what it is. Funny you mentioned that, you know, because I grew up a Christian. And like, you know how them old school Christians are, they write notes in their Bibles? Yes, sir. And, and then you mentioned blue ticks. And uh, like my great great grandfather, he had a note on the back page of his Bible. He said, there's no such thing as a fat girl I need or a blue dog with speed. I don't know oh, shit. <laughs> oh shit. I ain't gonna but, lie. I'm I'm hunting with a with a buddy of mine named Lewis, a Mexican dude. And he got gifted a Cuban dog mixed with a Walker hound on trail. Man, let me tell you something. I've seen some dogs that can hunt, but this dog has been around for about four weeks now, four you know, four weekends in a row. And it's something to look at, man. It, it, to see a walker hound with the mentality of a Cuban dog, like just that energetic, you know, no give up, like just constant go, 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 but silent on trail. Kind of, it's kind of awesome unreal. To to like what we're talking about, and I've never owned a walker dog, straight walker dog. Period. Now the dogs I have have some walker influence, but I'll say this, like. You might can go certain geographical places and catch things with catch more hogs than I could with a walker dog, which I don't have a walker dog, but I have some with walker influence. You might can go certain places, especially in the marsh, the lowlands, and catch more hogs with your rough dogs than I could with the walker influence. But I can go anywhere that God created and catch hogs with a walker dog there's nothing more versatile than yeah. a walker dog 
Peace. Imagine one that imagine one that doesn't open up on trail. It's fucking that, godsend, that's what, man. It, well, yeah. which the, the ones that I have don't open either. But at the same time, oh, wow. I've caught okay. a million hogs behind a dog that opened too. Oh, where, where I hunt, if the dogs open, you ain't catching nothing, man. Them 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 hogs hear you coming from a mile away and they get. Well, there's there's a difference between open and babble. Mm. Some of them get in the track and babble. That sucker mm. that's opening, he's just telling you, "Hey, daddy, I'm running one." Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's how babbler, I grew up with the deer dogs. Yeah. That babbler, he's just like. The sucker keeps running, and I'm letting you know that he ain't here. Hmm. Gotcha. But, you know, uh, as, as we get on down the road, you know, past, uh, you, know, you know, we've already found out what you're going to do past Uncle Earl's. Like right now, we know Jaybird has the Red Bud Festival here in Buna coming up two weeks before Uncle Earl's. Jaybird, what's on the radar? But I'm going to go ahead, like I would said already, like to myself, like, like what, where are we going? The segment for me was going to be like, after Uncle Earl's, I'm going to sleep for two weeks. Oh, shit. But aside from that, when the Orange Rodeo comes to town, right over here to my left, there's going to be, there's going to be a few hundred pounds of crawfish being boiled in the driveway. And we're going to have yes. an all out throwdown. And everybody's welcome. We got spare bedrooms. We got we got an extra bar of soap where everybody can clean up when we're <laughs> expecting everybody that came last year. Uh, the Campbells, Snotty Graves, Rock and Randall. I expect everybody back. There, you know? There's a few of our boys that we know. You know they'll be here in spirit. It seems like yeah. like I've lost one three. <coughs> Jeff Averett, um, Zach Alford, Zach Alford, Mark Hayes. Uh, they won't be here with us, but you know what? They're as big a part of it that ever was. They were part of what made it possible. And uh, we're going to be have here. You a cracker over there? What is it, brother? I'm still a cracker over there boiling the crawfish for you. Man, I'm not going to speak <laughs> on things that I don't know exactly about, but I know Cracker is in the mix, but uh, he's yeah. more than likely he's not going to be here in Orange, but there may be some other stops along the way that we've mentioned oh yeah i'm not gonna say you know because i'm not at liberty to say but uh stale stale cracker will be in the mix and it'll be won't be in a, as a public uh display it'll be more just to hang out with friends and but uh, hell yeah he's a good dude man yeah he, he, he is a good dude but uh I, I i'm not gonna say what his schedule is but uh more more than likely unless he just uh Somewhere along the line between here and the end of April at the Orange Rodeo, we blow his socks off. It's probably not going to be at this crawfish bowl for one because he eats too much, <laughs> and and two, he uh, he's probably overbooked. You know, he, he's a popular guy. Yeah, he's doing real good, man. I'm very I'm very uh, blessed to work with him, man. Like that's a big deal for me. Put that that's on a the cracker, dude. You got to put that on. The, and let me tell you, man, he's such a cool. All these people that are social media influencers or that are becoming famous through social media. 
Man, people don't get it. Uh, they're just as normal as, as us three that are on here, man. It's just a normal person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, how we want to try to finish the bad company. And of course, now we got to recognize that we got bad company. Oh, shit. You went out again, bad company. He's coming up with something big. I got a fireworks about to go. All right. How, how about now? Tell Randy Durrell, leave you alone, man. He's a Jaybird, crazy. I'm sorry. You're going to have a lot of editing to do on this second episode. No, we're going to just let everybody know Randy Durrell's a stage seven clinger, man. Or worse. Um, you know what's bad? Like you can answer him once and he'll leave you alone. The fact that I'm ignoring him is probably driving him nuts. <laughs> if I can't talk, I'll answer and tell you. Like, hey, man, I can't talk. The fact that I'm not answering is probably getting mad. Before we go any further, I, I got I to gotta say this. So we were in Orange a little while back rodeoing. Brady Dupree, you love Brady Dupree. You think he's the best bullfighter ever, ever sent to this earth. You know I think he saved some people that night. You know what he did do? He got me sick. Uh-uh. So just know that I already I didn't him say to kiss him. him. I just said he was talented. <laughs> Bro, I didn't oh, kiss shit. him. You, know, you can get that from other ways. Oh, he kissed your wife. Yeah, probably. <laughs> kissed her up. ass, probably. <laughs> That's the only way he keeps that job. I mean, well, I would say if I had to kiss one of you, I'd really kiss her. <laughs> Oh maybe shit! They're gonna trade our deal out with her, are you? Hey, maybe it's hard to get along with, you know. Yeah. Well, fellas, we always like. Well, I say we always like. I've been doing this for twenty years, but how how we're gonna end up the Bad Company podcast is a a be kind segment. We're gonna brag on someone and see. Like the first episode, we kind of prepared for it. Well, now we're not prepared. So I want somebody to step up and say something positive about someone. And we're all going to go, all three of us are going to go through, say something positive about someone close to the things we've talked about in this segment, in this episode. Let's go, boys. Get it started. I don't care who does it. Somebody get it started. It's my uh, first time ever doing this, so it's, it's on one I'm of you. I'm going Uncle Pat Lewin, the rock Pat star Pete. himself, man. All right, being kind. Uncle Pat, man, he's a giver. He gives too much. I will say, man, that dude is one of the most solid dudes I know. Gives, 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 and never wants anything in return. Man, when I'm in a bind and it's 2 o'clock in the morning and Jake wants to let this bay off continue, I got to go to bed. I quit, man. You can, you can, you can just fire me. Get Uncle Pat up here. <laughs> Uncle Pat's coming, man. If I hit the red button in emergency mode, anything I need in life, if there's no more fun to be had somewhere else, Uncle Pat's going to be there. <laughs> he might be late to be had having fun somewhere else, but if I need him, Uncle Pat's there, man, along with a bunch of other people. But being kind, being cool, I don't even know if he's cool. He's kind and he's giving, and I love my man, Uncle Pat. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, you go, you go. I'm going to go last so I can learn off both of you. This is new for me. Go ahead. All right. Uh, all right. My be kind segment. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and just, uh, you know, of course, you know, I try to do the whole thing kind of shooting from the hip, you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I, I like things to be raw, like, like raw emotion, raw, uh, energy kind of, kind of deal. My be kind segment is going to be probably someone that isn't here anymore. All right. Like 
I've always looked for like like the folks that uh, have always had my back to the end. Like like you don't know how loyal a friend is until they're not here anymore. Like, like did they have time to do you wrong? Did they always do you right? That kind of thing. I don't know. That might be my mind working, but my boy Marquez, the natural. We're gonna spread his ashes before the best of the best starts at Uncle Earl's this year. And he, he's told me this since I got the – I've known Mark since I was a little boy. We've been a part of Uncle Earl since it started in some form or fashion. He's a native of Winfield. And the moment I got the contract, the first thing he said to me, and it's weird because no one's ever told me this, especially at my age, my friends in the get-their-wheel-ready type of atmosphere. Mark Hayes told me, he said, when I go, if you have any say in this, I want my ashes spread before the best of the best starts. Wow. And I said, okay, buddy. And he's like, I'm serious. Like if people say, oh, my dog will sniff the ground, you tell them to go get, you know what? And uh, I said, look, I'm serious. Like, like it's, it sounds simple, but I said, all right, that's what we're going to do. And every year he reminded me, if not multiple times, every time we got together, when I go, you spread my ashes before the best of the best. So guess what we're going to do in 2023? Before the best of the best starts, whoever wins that sucker is going to have Mark Hayes' ashes on their paws. That's fucking gangster. I'm spreading his ashes. We're going to play him a song. We're going to have a tribute to my boy. And to the very end, when it wasn't popular, when people had diabolical schemes and everything else to try to take what I had and what I'd done, Mark Hayes stepped up and said, no. That's the direction we need to go. And here we are today. You're a good man, man. That's beautiful. My boy had my back to the last breath he took. And I and as far as I'm concerned, the last breath I take, I'll honor his name. Wow. It's hard to come after that, man. Jake, that, that, that's big right there. That, that's, that's beautiful. Well, hey, it's just natural, man. Like, it just flows. You know, like, be... Be kind to someone if, it, if it's a second. Like, like you don't have to live up to nothing. That was kind of why I wanted to go last. But uh, hit us with it, Big Daddy. Like, we have a little big kind segment for Alex. What is it, Big Daddy? Um, man, I, I don't really have well, – I, I could have 20 different individuals that I could say something about. Uh, first, my old man for uh, taking me hunting since I was born, having me driving the Willys Jeep when I was a kid on the three wheelers, chasing the deers and all that. Um, but in reality to all my clients, man, all my customers, all the people that don't know who I am until this video and believed in, in this shit that's behind me and send me their money. You know what I mean? Like not knowing if they were going to receive anything, not knowing if it was a scam. Uh, it's unbelievable. You know what I mean? I really, I'm thankful. You know what I mean? Uh, I could say oh, a thousand times cause I got a lot, a lot of shit going through no, my head. It's okay. But, uh, man, my clients, you know what I mean? It's without them, it's nothing. You know what I mean? I, I did this to like, a, I wanted to be a family situation. Like I wanted people like to see this type of stuff and, and contact me, DM me and which they do. Um, man, my clients, that's all I got. You know, I want to say thank you to all of them. You know, it, it, it is what it's it awesome is. Because ultimately that's what all of us here. Like, yeah. Like it may be, you may call them contestants cause that's what they are. You may call it spectators because that's what they are, but that's all our clients. If you're the Bajeron Rodeo Company, if you're hogband.com, our contestants, our spectators, they're our clients. They come yeah. back 
time after time, they tell their friends, our crowd gets bigger each time because they believe in what we're doing. Okay. You're getting more and more subscribers to the bestcamo.com. You get invited to, to stuff like this. And this might not even move the meter, who knows, but just know that you're one of us and I can't wait Thank for about a month and uh, we're, we're gonna let it all hang out, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Hey, for, for on behalf of uh, Jay Bajeron, Bajeron Rodeo Company, uh, our boy Alex, the best camo, hogband.com, Jake, signing off. We love y'all. The, uh, the party, the party ain't over. It's just leaving town. Y'all remember that. Just like the last yeah. episode signed off. We love y'all. Let's carry on. Man, I appreciate y'all. Peace. Yes, sir. Hey, don't sign off yet. Don't sign off yet. No? Okay.